What's up guys, welcome back to the Ehang Podcast and today we will answer some questions from email. This is from Con. Hi Sean, I watched many of your YouTube videos and learned a lot from your professional opinion on different properties. I have some questions about property investment and hope to get some opinion from you. I am 56 years old and I'm still working in a partnership company with some partners. The company has been running for 18 years and is quite stable. I am living in a townhouse currently and fully paid. I have another semi-D in Kemuning Permai, Shah Alam, estimated around 1.7 million. This semi-D currently is empty since 10 years ago and have no outstanding loans. I am not planning to move into this semi-D as I do not want to spend too much time on upkeeping it. My dilemma is whether I should keep it and hope that the price appreciates in the future or I should sell it and invest into some condo and apartment for some rental yield. I appreciate your opinion. Thank you, Con. <laughs> First of all, thank you very much for writing in Con. And this is the exact example of people who are in abundance in terms of their financial state. Like, like last time we always talk about this, right? We kind of joke about it where who would actually buy a property, right? And just leave it empty when don't even want to collect rent one. Nah. <laughs> and that's the entire phenomenon across the globe in terms of property ownership. It's very cruel, it's very unfortunate, but that's reality where there will be absolutely no reason to not invest in properties across the globe. Why? Because I kind of learned this in a workshop before. Like, for example, if I were to give you one handphone, okay, la, enough, right? If I were to give you two handphones, still okay, which a lot of people carry two handphones. But what if I give you 10 handphones? It would be a liability to carry around. And since phone depreciates in value, what's the point of having so many at one time, right? But if I were to give you Two properties, five properties, 20 properties, you will not complain because those are assets and these will appreciate across the time. So the rich will continue buying these real estates, indirectly jacking up the price, whether or not they are in use, it doesn't really matter to them. But then as the prices keep rising, it will be beyond the affordability of the poor ones. So it's only up to the government in stepping in to provide the right facilities and the right infrastructure to kind of bridge this gap. If not, it's not going to happen, right? And this happens obviously in a lot of main cities, especially in like UK right now, when the government decides to not provide affordable housing anymore or government housing anymore, everybody suffers. So in Malaysia now, we still have a lot of this rumah whip, ah, rumah selengoku, ah, prima, rumah peraku. Ah. All these are very good initiatives, at least the bottom layer of the society is still covered. And this is another phenomenon why I don't really like individual title houses also. Because you have absolute no right to what your neighbours do in their lot, including leaving it empty. So when you have two side-by-side -side properties, and this is a 1.7 million semi-D, I can do up very nicely on my end of the lot, but my neighbour looks like it's haunted all the time. Not haunted, but just for example, not his one. So you have all the lalang, the property is not well kept, so you constantly have bugs, and when the lalang grows so much, then you have all the frogs, maybe sometimes snake, sometimes insects. It's very annoying and there's nothing that you can do. And this is a very common practice for a lot of investors last time. They just buy, 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 buy. Whole don't even want to rent out. And they fully pay them in cash. So they don't have any installment at all. Sometimes I've also discussed with some crazy investors, right? That they forget where they own. 
they forgot which unit is theirs. Oh, maybe it's two also mine. <laughs> and that's why I'm very, very passionate about what I do here is to really hope that the gap of investment, gap of wealth can be breached. If not a lifestyle and knowledge between really wealthy and the really poor ones, right? It's getting very, very wide. Leh. Wow, that's, that's very, very concerning actually. Anyway, back to Con here. Sorry to get uh, carried away, right? So he is 56, currently in his own business, living in a townhouse fully paid and a semi-D that he owns also fully paid. So you have two fully paid ones. The question is, right, uh, what will be your ambition? That is going to be the key information to the strategy for the way moving forward. So if I were you, like I, I think a lot of audience would have guessed already. So for the townhouse one, I'll just keep it, right? Just like since it's fully paid, then my, by all means, and I have an active income. And since it's my own business, just stick to it until 7D, right? And that will be the age where we can qualify loans too. So 70 minus 56 and another 14 years. What I would do is maybe I will actually refinance the semi that is not being used and I will consider renting it out. So if I were to just upkeep it, clean it up and I rent it out, right? Maybe it can fetch me a 2002 or a 2000, I don't know what's the rental there, but let's say if it's 2002 to 2005, right? I will refinance the amount where the money installment can be covered by the rent itself. So it's an even out game for that particular property and suddenly I have all this amount of cash and I can use that to buy other projects. Lah. But this is also provided that you don't have cash or you don't want to use up your own cash. So if you think that cash is very important to you, you don't want to touch your own savings at all, which is the ultimate strategy that we always use. We don't want to touch our own cash. We use other people's money, which is the bank's money, then paid by the tenant's money, using those things to build our wealth. So after I have this, then here I would pay minimal to maintain ownership of the property, then use the excess cash to actually look for properties to invest in. And this is where your source of properties will dictate your success also the source of buying as we covered in the last episode uh, are you going to buy direct from developer la, or you're going to buy sub-sale you're going to buy bulk purchase la, or you're going to buy auction so it depends on which channel you prefer but something to take note here will be your age la. so whatever properties right once you take into consideration of 10 years loan right it's very very difficult for the rent to actually cover installment already so please prepare to uh, cough in a lot of upfront money so that your money installment can be break even and this is also a conversation you need to have do you prefer to have more cash with you and i rather pay cash out every month or do i want to put in a substantial amount of capital within the project itself so every month i don't have to pay anything entirely up to you another way to look at it also uh to sell the semi-d since you don't need it right and in commoning permise i would suggest that gauge yourself like is this location fully matured already where it has no longer any more future developments no more new school no more new projects no more nothing so when a project reaches its peak for example you got medical center you got lrt no there's no lrt there you got infrastructure you got international school you got commercial you got mcdonald's you got whatever already no more land already and that's the peak already you don't see the price going up anymore then sell, I would suggest if you think that there's no more room for appreciation and since you want to sell it, use the money and relocate it into something else that generates higher profit. Because the truth is who can promise you a capital appreciation of your semi-D? 
right? If I can foresee, right, I would have bought it already. <laughs> and that's up to personal interpretation of the market data. A lot of people would then say that, hey, you see market all very soft, la, all very bad, la, but during the past 13 to 15 years that I'm in the industry, right, every year also bad one, but still so many people make money. Then there's also another school of thought. Your financial state right now, it's very admirable in my opinion where you have no liabilities at all so at 56 right this is when we call your financial freedom right you're the definition of it you have no housing loan at all you have no concerns or whatsoever what a state to be in and are you okay to compromise that because that's, again this is really based on your school of thought are you a person who is aiming to be debt free which is very obvious here or you are a person like me to go full leverage on whatever i can i think i will not settle for a housing loan at all whenever there's equity built i will take out the equity and invest in something else and i'll take equity again 10 years later to invest in something else again that's why i start this journey very very early at 22 so i got a few cycles to go so this is a conversation also to have between yourself and that will determine whether should you hold should you sell should you refinance because you are in a very very good state already it's either you want to be rich or do you want to be very very rich what a state to be in to think about it also because you didn't describe your family maybe uh, i don't know whether are you single or you have children or not right so maybe the motivation to invest more or to build more will lies within the next generation and that's again something only that you would understand but to me i will go all out definitely like for me i will not retire i will work until i die just because I'm very lucky in finding out what I love and doing it as a career. So I'm fortunate like that. Then active income is not a problem. So I will leverage a lot. But if that's not your thing, even if you stay status quo, a slight tweak only, which is to rent out your semi-D or to just cash out the semi-D at 1.6 to 1.7 million, let's say 1.5 million or so. You cash out at 1.5 million you are 56, how long more you think you will live like 80 and you still have a townhouse, you still have a company that you have income in and shares within. <sighs> All sorted out already. The only thing is whether you want a Lambo. <laughs> if you want a very, very nice car or a very, very nice EV or an EV version of a Lambo, wow, then we got not enough. Lah. But if everything is just fine, I don't know. I think this is not really a real estate strategy question. It's more of a self-awareness question. And that is only something that you can answer yourself. And most of the time, a lot of emails that comes in, right? That's the major component of the question. And that's something that is beyond my knowledge because I don't know you as much. So do think about this, like what do you want or what's that ideal lifestyle that you want to have? Maybe there's a second hobby that you want to venture in and you need money for that or you want to do charity with your money, you want to do that or you want to sponsor some nephew or niece or your children to Oxford or whatever if they can study. And in life, there's only so many revenues that really requires a lot of capital because by not doing anything, right, you will stay rich again. But if we were to make the wrong move in investment, suddenly you become poorer. But if you're making informed decisions, so it's not as bad. The bad one will be bad business decision. That's the worst. Suddenly your friends see you got money, right? Hey, try our business lah. Put in 300,000, we will give, make you as another shareholder. Ooh, those are the worst. So it's between staying rich or getting richer or you just want to stay status quo. Yeah.
And guess what? You are in a state that many will be very envious of. Like your net worth, let's say a townhouse, 1 million here, around 1.72 million, share around 2, 3, 4 million, plus your EPF. Wow, very, very comfortable in Malaysia already. But 56, still very young, right? 56, seriously, still very young. I will totally refinance it, get the money out, buy more projects, and you will kind of know which project I'm buying if you follow the channel, right? And I will make more, so why stop at two? Why not five? Why not eight? Why not 25? But that's me, that's not you. And I guess that's all for now. Thank you very much for writing in con. I really appreciate it. And for those who still have any questions regarding real estate, do just email me at T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G. T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G at gmail.com and you can just DM me on Instagram I-H-E-R-N-G and I will see you guys on the next one. Ciao.